Hey everyone, it's Ezra. I'm currently chilling in my apartment and I have been getting a lot of discussion from the homies about a certain topic. And I mean, uh, Gabe's currently, he's recovered from COVID, but you know, still want him to like rest up and you know, make sure he's good, good before he comes back. And Ming is at work. We've been getting real busy now with school. I work every single day except two days of the week, and I also go to school full time. Um, to dub it's, um, the money and the brain power, but it's a lot. Um, I don't really have a lot of downtime as much anymore, and neither do the homies. But I'm trying to still figure out now that we've kind of get into the rotation of things, you know, we've had our first exams and stuff, we're kind of getting into it back in the semester, we'll try and get the routine, um, I don't know if it'll be like consistent days, like it'll maybe, it maybe it won't be every Monday, but maybe I'll just try and get one out throughout the week now, um, whether it be solo or with the homies, but yeah, um, I just want to come on here, because I had a lot of discussion, um, with them, and, I've been getting some questions from, like, other queer friends, like, online and, like, you know, just, like, new people coming to me asking me the same thing, too, so I feel like I should address it. And they were, like, basically all asked, how'd you do it, Ezra? Like, how'd you come out? How'd you choose yourself over the entire rest of the world, you know? And I tell them that it took 18 years to do that for me to realize this, so... If it's taking you a little bit longer, that's not that big of a deal, you know? Like, you have, you can transition or come out whenever you want, but that really has to be your call. I mean, I held it in for so long because of my family. It wasn't because of anything about me. I had no issue with who I was. You know, if I could wake up and be me, or if I could have woken up and become a man right then and there, I would have, I prayed for that, you know? But obviously I knew it wasn't going to be that. I knew it was going to be hard work. And so I knew that that hard work would rely a lot on my parents. And I knew that if anything, they would get a lot of feedback. Um, so it wasn't even like I was worried about myself or like my friends but I was more so worried about them and their friends because, you know, my mom works in education and, you know, she works closely with like students and teachers and parents. And if those people know me or they know that she has a trans kid, how will that impact her work? How will this impact her friends? Like, you know, you got family friends that are kind of religious. Like, will they still want to like know about me? You know, like, how are we going to play this out? You know? Because once the cat's out of the bag for me and I start transitioning, there's no way to, like, avoid the conversation, you know? And so it's just I was so, I was so concerned about, like, hurting them. Like, they, I could picture them, like, going home and sobbing every night from being bullied at, like, school, like a child. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I pictured. Like, their friends, like, genuinely leaving them and abandoning them. And even, like, relatives, potentially, you know? I mean, I love my grandparents. I'm so lucky for all of them. They all love me and support me. But I was so worried even then about like how they would take it, you know? Would they still care about their children in the ways that they, that they do? Because 
because I'm different? Like, would they blame them? And I didn't want that. I didn't want them to deal with that shit. And my dad said something to me that really hit me as soon as I came out. I was like, I didn't know I could come out because, you know, what if, like, what could other people say? You know, imagine what these other people say to you. Because my dad is, you know, he's in law enforcement. So that setting is a little bit more conservative than like an educational setting. So you can imagine how anxious I was to tell him because, you know, he has all these work buddies who are maybe nice guys in face value, but have these beliefs that are significantly different from ours. And my dad's able to work with them because he's able to work with anyone. Um, Everyone loves my dad. I love my dad. He's fire. But like, I didn't know if he was still going to be able to do that with a trans kid, you know? If people were going to be like, shut the fuck up, like, you got a trans... Like, that's, like, not really an insult, you know? It's actually stupid. But, like, I could just hear them, like, pulling it or, like, dead naming me or, like, purposefully, like, trying to fight him on it or be like, why'd you let your kid do that? You know, that's, that's kind of weird. That's kind of that's kind of fruity, Tom. Like, I can just, like, hear them saying that, you know? And, like, what would he say? You know, like they're talking shit about me (laughs) or like, you know, would like my parents even like not tell people until it was like, it came up, you know, I don't know because, you know, one day, how do they ask about my, you know, my dead name or my, you know, person that doesn't exist anymore. And like, they're gonna have to be like, um, actually his name is Ezra now and he uses he, they pronouns and blah, blah, blah. Like, were my parents ready to do that? I don't know. That's why I held on. Cause like, for the whole 18 years, because I was like, I don't know if I can give this burden to them, you know? And now it's funny that the table's turned, because here they are worried about my safety, and, you know, I get that, respect, whatever. But my dad turned at me at when I was, when I told him my anxieties about this, and he was like, I'll tell them to go fuck off. And I was like, oh! Because, like, I just wasn't expecting that. And that was exactly what I needed to hear, because, like, I know you got, I know you got my back, you know? Regardless of what's up, like, at the end of the day, like, he'd cut a bitch for me, you know, and that's why I respect him, because not everyone would do that, some people say that they'd do that for you, and they don't actually mean it, so you gotta watch out for them, because they say they die for you, and they don't, they're not willing to kill for you, or some shit, like, mm. I'm all about loyalty, you know, not saying that they have to, like, go down the grave with me, but I do love some me some ride or dies, so I'm just so thankful that my parents are that, and I know that's not like that for everybody. It's not like that for probably more. Like, I'm probably one of the, on the fewer of the queer bitches that have experienced this shit, you know? Um, I had it easy, I guess I should say. I'm very fortunate in my situation. Um, But I know some friends that have come to me, and, and I've even approached some people too, that, like, I've known to be, like, struggling with this shit, and I want to be like, hey, like, I want you to be your true self. I want you to feel whole. Like, I know what you're feeling. Like, not exactly what they're feeling, but I was in that position. I can relate to you. Let me help you or talk to me or I can just listen. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't have to actively do anything. I can just be there for you. But I just want to let these people know that, like, I'm there for them. Like, I am a ride or die for them and them living their truth. Because these are my homies, you know? Like, I want them to be as happy as I am right now, living as my whole self. And 
you know, they have like religious families. Um, like maybe like my family is Catholic. So that was my worry for the biggest time. And I grew up not religious, but I went to Sunday school and stuff. And like, I went through Catholic confirmation and like, I know some prayers still burned in my memory, but you know, I know a lot of people like went to like private school, you know, like Catholic schools and stuff. Um, so I know that has a bigger impact and yeah, I just, if the religious families are so difficult to work with because a lot of the times they're so loving as long as like it's within that faith and you can still have faith and be queer. I don't think that they think those two align, but they do maybe not within Catholicism or things like Jehovah's witness or something where it's also crazy culty and stuff. Um, but like, I don't know. It's just, I don't know how to, how can you, how can we build this so it works out in the end? Like how they still love you regardless of who you are, you know? But you just got to remember that sometimes like your family is not your family. Blood does not mean shit. And you know, they say blood is thicker than water. Well, they didn't even finish that fucking story because they're talking about the water of the womb or whatever. Uh, it's actually the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. So it, the whole saying is actually saying, bros before hoes, homies before fam sometimes. Like, you can have a chosen family, you know? Like, your bond with these people here is so strong, you can find family in them. You know, these people love you unconditionally. They know you for you. You can be yourself around them. If you can't be yourself around your family, are they even your family? Do you, are you saying, oh, I'm going back to my house, or do you say you're going home? Like, when I go to see my friends at their apartment, like, I think of that place as a home for me. You know, like, we have family dinners, and, like, these people are, like, my brothers and sisters and queer homies. Like, that's what I need in my life. Like, I need that kind of familial support and dependency. Not dependency, but, like, we have each other's backs all the time. And I just want to shout out Big Booty Besties. That, that's my homie squad. Um, they are the realest real, and I'm so fortunate to have them. I can't believe how lucky I am. We can squat up whenever the fuck we want, and it's always a good time because there's like fucking 15 of us and we're straight chilling. So the squadron can only get bigger and it can only get stronger. And I just feel lucky that I have my, my chosen family and my real family supporting me. But to those of you that are hesitant or don't know yet, it takes time. It takes a lot of time for you and for them. So I don't want to say completely cut them off. I'm not saying if they don't like take it immediately very well. I mean, you should give them grace at first. You know, this, this could be very like a culture shock to them almost, you know, um, especially religious families. And yeah, I just, I hope that if you give them grace, they will give you grace. Because that's how it should be. And if they don't, I'm sorry. Because you don't deserve that. And that's bullshit. And you deserve to be loved. You deserve to be happy. And you deserve to be yourself. 
and I just want all that for you. So go and do that. Go be awesome and do do your shot. That's more I'm outing myself. I haven't laid on my shot again. But do your shot. Take your meds. Take time to relax. This was what? I'm at 13 minutes right now. Like, bruh, this is my relaxation. As soon as I'm done with this, I'm going to go right back on my grind. And, yeah, go back to it. I don't know. I'm excited. I got a lot of stuff planned. It's pretty busy. It's pretty popping. But all the school stuff is turning into, like, real adult things now. And these real adult things can, like, go places. You know, it's kind of crazy. Like, we could take off so soon. If if I actually put in the work. If I actually do this. I have so much shit just sitting on, like, my tabs in Google. And I just need to do them. So, like, this is me telling myself to, like, fucking do it. Do that shit. I just need to, like, execute all of it. I need to make a huge to-do list and just, like, like slash that bitch off. Like, not even just, like, cross it off. Like, I'm going to, like, cut through the paper when I'm finished with that thing. Because, like, this is how I'm going to get it done. And it's going to be, like, the best. It's going to be the best work. My best effort. And I'm hyped. And to all the new homies listening to the podcast, I've been talking about and hyping it up with school and stuff. So I know there's a lot of, like, new people listening. Welcome. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And... I'm excited to see where we keep going. I am, we, we have one planned. That's pretty good. It was Ming's idea. Um, I won't spoil it, but we talk about Bad Bunny, so you should listen. Um, and also, we have, I have one planned with a guest. I need to harass them some more so that I can actually get them here in the stew. And I think I want my professor to come on, my one of my professors. So maybe I'll have a talk with them as well and see what's up. But yeah, I hope you all have a great day. And my dog Kodak says hi. And yeah, maybe just take these 15 minutes of listening to just chill. And then you can get back on your grind too, you know? Anyways, I gotta go. I have a game night to attend. I'm gonna try and rush a service fraternity. So we'll see what's popping with that. But I'm busy as fuck, so I may very well not join it. But I'm trying to get involved. So let's see what's up. I also am trying to start volunteering at the safe space. But, again, I work very frequently, and to take off work to volunteer is kind of an L. It kind of sucks for someone trying to make money. So I'm trying my best to work in, like, a few days within the month to just allow myself to do that um, rather than doing it, like, all the time. But, yeah, work on setting boundaries, getting shit set up. You know. You know how it be. Anyways, go forth and conquer, and I'll see y'all later. All right. Peace.